is Rex. But you'll call me Captain or Sir. War does not come with a guarantee. No soldier gets the promise of safety. We call him Fives. I'm heavy. This is I'm Commander Coda, your new boss. Sir, yes, sir! Looks like we got ourselves a batch of shinies, Commander. Look around. We're one and the same. Same heart, same blood. Your training is in your blood. And my blood's boiling for a fight. This is our hope. This can't be good. We need to pull back. Forget intros, forget catchphrases. Clone Wars is back, guys. There, I, I don't have time for the extra mess. Clone Wars is back, and I'm super excited. And I got my man Mark Marquis here. He is super excited. Mark, say hello. Hello, guys. I'm really excited. So I have been bouncing around for about the past three hours since, uh, <laughs> since we found out the news. But Mark, I actually found out the news from you. Where did where were you at? What was it like when you found out the news that Clone Wars is coming back? Yeah, so I knew that they were doing the panel, and I knew around about the time that it was happening. And since it wasn't streaming, I decided I would just sort of follow somebody's live tweets. And honestly, I can't even remember. I can't even give credit to the person that was live tweeting. I just sort of was skipping around Twitter. Uh, but I was actually I had to run an errand and. <laughs> I went to the Department of Motor Vehicles, and I'm standing in line, uh, and I'm just refreshing my my Twitter timeline and trying to trying to see again. Okay, now they're talking about Palpatine. Okay, now they're talking about Ahsoka. So I'm standing in line. I'm getting close to the to time for them to call me, and then I I refresh and I see Clone Clone War saved hashtag Clone War saved, and just it's coming back for more episodes. And I, I was standing there and I started to shake. I was holding my phone and I was getting really emotional. And then she called next. <laughs> and so I had to walk up to the window like after I was trying to process this new information. Um, so yeah, I was I was like just trying to hold it together and do what I had to do to pay for my tag. 
got out to my car and instantly watched the trailer. And I, I, I'm sitting in the, the parking lot of the DMV watching the trailer, and then I teared up. So, yeah, I cried in my car over Clone Wars. <laughs> so, right now, my fiance is studying for a big uh, test that she has, like a, a 400 question test that she has on Sunday. So, I'm like trying to stay out of her way and keep quiet so she can focus on studying and stuff. And you texted me with the Clone Wars coming back in our group message. And I freaked out, immediately asked Lindsay for the link because I knew she'd have it. She sent me the link, and I was bawling. And I just ran out yelling like I just won, I don't know, the World Cup or something. It was insane. And uh, I know, isn't it? It's, it's incredible how the how much excitement there is. I mean, I, it's, it's palpable. You can feel how over-the-top people are about this news. Yeah, I mean, I immediately was like oh my god i have to go tell all my twitter friends in case they don't know and my my entire timeline was clone wars clone wars clone wars clone wars and i mean what do you say about that like it's 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 almost like the force awakens you know it's almost like the announcement when we heard that we were getting new star wars movies i mean it that's a, it, yeah that's exactly that what it is it's that level and so just to, well, to to clear things up for those of you who haven't taken the time um, because, you know, you have lives and stuff and you're not sitting watching Twitter, uh, it's going to be just 12 episodes on the new Disney streaming service. There's an interview with Dave Filoni on StarWars.com, which is pretty worth it to go check out. But, yeah, it's going to be 12 episodes, um, and it sounds like it's just going to be those 12. It's not going to be like, here's a 12-episode season, and then we're going to come back with another season. It sounds like it's... 12 and done how do you feel about that mark what do you, i mean 12 episodes is that going to be i guess enough for you absolutely see i i was because i knew they were doing the panel there was that little thought in the back of my head where it's like oh are they going to announce something but honestly i just learned that you should never really get your hopes up too much um they were doing a 10th anniversary panel there was every indication that it was only just going to be for the 10th anniversary. And maybe they were going to announce that there was going to be some special, you know, box set with, you know, unreleased footage or so, who knew, who knew, knew what it was going to be. Um, at the very most, I thought it'd be really great if they did like a, like a wrap up movie, you know, a feature length, like three or four episodes that sort of wrapped up the whole series. But that was it. Like that was the most that I thought, was even possible. So to get 12 episodes, I mean, that's pretty much half a season, right? Um, if it's more than the Lost Missions, because I think we got six in those. Um, Is that right? I, I honestly don't remember. Let's see, there was the Yoda, the Yoda arc, which was like three or four, the Jar Jar Mace Windu stuff, which was three or four. It had to be like 12. I think it was like 12 episodes. Okay, so, maybe it was. I was thinking it was not that many, but so anyway, I'm I'm just thrilled because I didn't expect to get any. Um, yeah, I, I there was a lot of talk um, in in my Twitter circle about like the possibility of a Padme uh, Amidala book or um, something of that nature, some kind of comic series or something. But I mean, there was of course the clickbait articles uh, that were saying, you know is there a chance that Clone Wars will come back? And of course, everybody was saying no, because we've been asking for it for 10 years. I mean, yeah, 
if it hasn't happened in 10 years, why would it happen now? Well, sure enough, you know, here it comes. And it's... Well, not only that, but but there was a new show on the horizon, right? Yeah, so... that, that was the other thing. Like, you would think... I mean, the, the talk was, oh, you know, we're probably going to end up getting... Like, we want all this stuff, but we're probably going to end up just getting, like, a piece of resistance. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and a little tease for that or the trailer for that. And... I mean, that show is coming out... Resistance comes out in, like, October, I think, is the premiere. And yeah. And we've seen a blurry photo of a photo, and that's it. So the fact that they are not just taking the time to say, hey, Clone Wars is coming back, but creating a whole panel at the biggest con ever, you know, San Diego Comic-Con, it says a lot about not just with the Clone Wars, but I think it says a lot about... Lucasfilm having its its finger on the pulse of fandom. You know, fandom has been such a, a big topic of late and how, like, you know, the vocal minority have really made things quite toxic, but I think that this shows that that positive side of fandom um, and us, like, respectfully saying, this is what we want, please. Like, we want more Clone Wars. And Lucasfilm listened. And it was never anybody, you know making a website to raise money to remake the Clone Wars or continue the Clone Wars or, you know, berating saying we need somebody other than Dave Filoni to come in and remake, you know, finish the Clone Wars or anything like that. It was a respectful, like, these characters matter to us. These stories matter to us. Please tell us more about this time. And sure enough, you know, patience paid off. Yeah, that's that's a really good point uh, about the way that this happened and, and the, the way that the fan support for this idea sort of you know evolved over the years because when when the clone wars was canceled i I admit i was i was not happy with that a lot of people weren't happy with that and it's always felt like a little bit of an injustice and and i you know i've thought about that like well does that make me entitled and the answer is no because it was how i reacted to that going forward because it was it was right on the cusp of all the avalanche of new information that we're that we were getting. So I said, okay, the Clone Wars was not ideal, not the best way to handle that. But you know, I kept my mind open for everything else that was coming, and I think that's what a lot of people did. And a lot of people just said, hey, they kind of left it undone. So maybe one day they can go back and finish it. And I think it was that approach and the the fact that it was a sort of a it was less of a, a sense of entitlement is more of a hope. You know, let, we hope this is what you'll do. And I think that paid off. Yeah, I'd agree. And I think the Lost Missions was kind of created as a way of, like, basically saying these are the Lost stories that absolutely have to be told. But then as we found out more about what happened after Clone Wars that we know went off the air through panels and you know dave filoni talking about the siege of mandalore it just raised the fire and i have to i have to believe that filoni has known for years that clone wars was going to come back because i don't think he would have dropped all that information about siege of mandalore unless he knew something you know they must yeah, have promised yeah, him something whether it was a remake of the show or a novel or whatever there had to be some kind of yeah don't worry this is a story that's on our docket to get told uh because he took he took a lot of time to talk about it at the Ahsoka panel at a uh, celebration a couple years ago, and there's the the mentions in Rebels, you know, of Ahsoka saying, "Last time I saw Anakin, 
he was rushing off to save uh, Palpatine and uh, Darth Maul or Maul calling Ahsoka Lady Tano and calling her a half-timer and things like that. There's all these allusions to it. And now for, we're for sure getting the Siege of Mandalore. I mean, we see Ahsoka standing next to a Mandalorian coming back and talking to Anakin. There's no other route that that can go. Not to mention that the poster with the Clone War helmet, the helmet is painted like Ahsoka. It's her markings. Which is, which by the way, that is both my home screen and my wallpaper now, which I never do that. I always have different ones and I'm like, nope, this is it. This is it forever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there we're definitely getting that. So let's say, okay, we got 12 episodes. Let's say the Siege of Mandalore is a four-parter at the end. What are the... What are the other two things, the other two arcs you would like to see or ideas you might have of stuff we could see? I I would always felt like the the uh, the, the the Yoda arc towards you know in the Lost Missions where Yoda sort of discover discovers this truth about uh, the Force and and how to live on through the Force, like where he first learns about it. Uh, that's tied into seems to me to be tied into Mortis. And it seems like they were going somewhere with that whole thread and that there was still some story left untold and that George maybe wanted to tell about the force. Now, <laughs> whether that was going to get into the microscopic will stuff or not, uh, who knows? But I would like to see sort of that, the sort of the Mortis trilogy make a, make a reappearance or at least, you know, especially since it played such a big part in Rebels. Uh, towards the end of the series, I would just like to see it touched on a little bit more. Um, I think the Bad Batch has been always been that storyline that's been rumored um, to be in production. So I know that they did concept art for it, uh, but other than that, I'm I'm wide open. I can't imagine what what the rest of it would be. I'd really like to see uh, the episodes that we got the the rough cuts of with the giant kyber crystal. I think it was the oh yeah I'd like to see that one fully realized. And if we're saying that Siege of Mandalore is going to close it off because that's going to overlap right over Revenge of the Sith, then I'd like to see something more with Saw Gerrera. Um, maybe it's because I'm reading Battlefront Two again, and you know Saw's legacy is a big part of that. But I think it would be cool to see kind of, I don't know, where Saw was at during that point in the Clone Wars and maybe him stepping more into the galactic stage a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. e even if it's just, you know, on Onderon again. I, those those arcs were, or that arc was really enjoyable and so I'd like to see a little more of him. If, if I'm going to cheat and, what the heck, I'll cheat and say that Siege of Mandalore is not the last thing we see, I'd really like to see something with Yoda on Dagobah um, kind of making his home i guess you could say but really you, you know we know that there's this big dark side nexus on dagobah and that's part of the reason that yoda hid there because it would mask his force uh capabilities but i would like to see kind of how he became so settled there with that he, when we see him in empire he's very clearly comfortable in his surroundings but also very clearly not dark side you know in any way shape or form so i'd kind of like to see a force centric episode around um, kind of Yoda going to Dagobah or even something with Obi-Wan um, kind of recommuning with Qui-Gon. I think that would be really cool to see um, is those two characters coming back together again. Well, let me ask you this question. So 
do you think, did you ever hear the discussion, I, I don't remember if it was Filoni who said this, or maybe just some of the other showrunners who were talking about it, but there was, there was discussion of, a lot of fans thought that the series would end with Revenge of the Sith, like it would, it would end with the beginning of the movie, but there was discussion about possibly the series going past that a little bit. Yeah, Did you I, hear that? As far as I remember, um, they talked about this at one of the celebrations. I don't remember if it was Anaheim or Orlando, but Siege of Mandalore happens at the same, roughly the same time as the Battle of Coruscant, and that's why Ahsoka is sent instead of Anakin and Obi-Wan, because yeah. Ahsoka has, uh, you know, the history with that region, I guess you could say, with with that planet and dealing with Maul and stuff. So that's why Ahsoka gets sent instead of any other Jedi, um, or I guess a Jedi proper. And so, yeah, it overlaps, and I think the the last season, I think the plan originally was to go to season 7 or season 8, was to have it go through the events of Revenge of the Sith, and maybe like, end at the same point or, or right thereafter um, the events of Revenge of the Sith. So some of the stuff that we saw with Ahsoka um, and Rex faking their deaths could have been in there. I don't know if they ever officially said that, but those kind of wrap-up things about where were these characters after the events of Order 66 was definitely going to at least be a, a piece of it, if not a major part of that storyline. Yeah, just imagining, say, if if Siege of Mandalore doesn't happen at the end of the series, but rather happens in the middle of these episodes, and then the final episodes deals with the fallout of what's happened in Revenge of the Sith, just to see like the possibility of seeing Ahsoka deal with the aftermath of Order 66 is devastating when you think about it. Yeah, I, I think honestly that if you stretch the Siege of Mandalore for four to five episodes, which they... I mean, they could easily do, I think. Um, and you make it like feel like this final battle um, in the same way that the events of Revenge of the Sith feel that way. You could definitely have that come into play. You could have Ahsoka sensing, I guess, Anakin's death. Because she's not able to sense Anakin in the Force. Um, that's clearly stated in the Ahsoka novel. Because she does reach out for him and can't feel him. So... Mm -hmm you would assume that it's possible if she can't feel his presence, she could have felt a great disturbance when he turned to the dark side. So maybe seeing her have to struggle with things like that and it almost cost her the battle and cost Mandalore its freedom. I think if you... I don't know if I would want, since we only get 12 episodes, I don't think I would want what we see with like Hera and Ezra and Rebels where they're dealing with Kanan's death. Just because... I, I just cling more in Clone Wars to that action stuff. Um, I, I don't know why, but the, the Clone Wars action stuff just really works for me. So I'd like to see them spend more time really showing how the war came to its conclusion in places other than where Anakin and Obi-Wan were. But um, I, I think you can definitely weave that in as a storyline for sure. Yeah. So Agreed. Yeah, I mean... We've got what? Do we have an official date for when the streaming service for Disney comes out? I had heard it was 2019, but I don't know if there's a specific date. Okay, I know for sure 2019 is definitely it. So 
we will have resistance coming in the next couple months here and then we've got the streaming service with John Favreau's uh, live action series we've got clone wars coming back for 12 episodes and you've got to imagine if they announce it this close it's going to be there when the streaming service premieres right oh oh absolutely I, yeah i think i mean right away there you hook all those clone wars fans which we talked about is a huge section of not just the star wars fandom but the internet um get them in there show them not just the clone wars but show them what else you're going to give them on that service i mean it's a great business model, and I told you guys, they could charge more than my rent, and I'd still find a cardboard box and figure out a way to pay it. Not even going to lie. I'm very, very excited for this. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up this section of the podcast. Uh, we've got some other panelists, members of the Clashing Sabres family, coming on after us to share their thoughts. So we're going to just say Ahsoka lives, and we'll see you in 2019. Actually, okay, we'll see you on another podcast. But Clone Wars, guys! Yay. You sure this is the right place? We're gonna find out. Hey, it's Ash from the Starships podcast. Um, and my reaction to this Clone Wars news is cautious optimism. Um, I really love the Clone Wars universe. I can't wait to see more stuff from it. We're finally gonna get to see the Siege of Mandalore and get to tell some new stories with the benefit of having the context of new canon and having it tie in to, to all that stuff as well, because I imagine that's something they're gonna do. That's what they've been doing with pretty much every Star Wars property um, up, up to this point. But there's another part of me, the more cynical part of my brain, that is thinking that this there's no way that this can live up to my expectations. Uh, and Lucasfilm might be shooting themselves in the foot because I don't know if it can live up to anybody's expectations. The Clone Wars has been off the air for a really long time, and there's a part of me that sealed that away in my brain and said, okay, that was great while that lasted, but it's over now. And even though the show was never given a chance to finish, we did get a sense of closure with Rebels. We got a wrap-up to Ahsoka's story, kind of, and we got a wrap-up to Rex's story. But I still am really excited to see where they're going to go with this. Ever since we heard about the Siege of Mandalore, I've wanted it in an animated movie or book or whatever. Live action movie, I don't know. Um, and I'm really excited to see that story finally be told because, I mean, since we were introduced to it, it's always been something that's been really interesting. I can't wait to see some of my favorite characters back in action again. And even though I do have my concerns, I'm at the point right now where I think I'm more excited than anything else. It's amazing to me that they're bringing this show back after so long. People love The Clone Wars so much, and I'm pretty sure that love and that want for more stories is the reason that it's coming back. So yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts. I really don't have uh, anything else to say other than that trailer looked really cool and the animation looks gorgeous. It looks like they were really given a step up in the budget and I just can't wait for the show. I think it's going to be great. Do not worry. I'm not going to kill you. I have other uses for you. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? It's Lindsay over at Clashing Sabers. And I have now had a few hours to process the news that we are getting the Siege of Mandalore for the uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars. And I, I was just absolutely ecstatic when I first heard. And I really haven't come down off of that yet. Um, I will say I was totally surprised and very, very taken aback by the news. And... Looking back on it, it almost seems obvious. They 
have been hyping up this story for a while now, whether it's in different celebration panels, in the Ahsoka novel, things like that. Um, They definitely haven't let this story go at all. And I think they realize how near and dear it is to fans' hearts and how much we wanted to see this. So it does seem kind of obvious that they would eventually tell the story. I just didn't think they would do it now. I thought they would focus a lot more right now on Star Wars Resistance and maybe even setting up some different live action projects that they have going on. So definitely did not see this coming, let alone to have even a trailer released today. So clearly it's been in the works for a while and been kept very quiet. Uh, So definitely surprised, really excited. And just to address really the only criticism that I've heard so far is that this is really just some kind of ploy for Disney to make money from their new streaming service. And I don't know, it's kind of duh. It's, it's still a business. They need to make money somehow and they need to get people excited and amped up for for this streaming service other than just, hey, come watch old movies. So Obviously, they're going to put some new content on there. Obviously, they're going to stick with something that they know people are going to come for. I know I'm definitely getting a subscription because there's no way I'm going to miss this. And that still doesn't make it any less of a story that needs to be told. This really is something that for the sake of Ahsoka, for the sake of, I'm assuming now, Maul, And some of these clone troopers, we definitely need to know this story. So I don't really care what format it comes out on or what platform it comes out on. It's still something to get excited over. Um, So definitely stick around because I know personally I hope to have some kind of analysis for what we can expect from it. Um, I really, I have no idea. I'm going in totally blind on this one just because I was so excited the first couple times I watched the trailer. Um, So I do hope to be able to break the content down a little bit more. But as always, would love to hear your thoughts, what you guys are excited about, what you're concerned about, and just continue to the discussion here. Uh, (laughs) I do hope all of you were as excited as I was, though. So until the next time. I guess may the force be with you. The podcast you just listened to and all other Clashing Sabers productions are the intellectual property of ClashingSabers.net. All sounds and materials used from other creators is their stuff, and we just use different informational and educational purposes. Bottom line, we made it, it's ours, they made it, it's theirs. Seems simple, but if you're still confused, feel free to email us at ClashingSabersNetwork at gmail.com. We have no association with Lucasfilm, Disney, or any of the other fine companies that make all this stuff we talk about. But, Kathleen Kennedy, if you need anything, let me know. I work for cheap. Now let's blow this thing and get out of here. The last time I saw him, he was rushing off to save the Chancellor. Then everything changed.